for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters class. And here we are with our Masters of the Ring, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray. Gentlemen, how are you today? Good. Awesome. A lot better than last, show. That's right. Mark what was Henry. wrong last show? Oh, yeah, you were puking. Oh, yeah. It was embarrassing. And we have video out of that on at Busted Open Radio, or you can hear it on right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, please give us a comment, give us a rating. We love that five star rating here on the Busted Open Podcast. And if you like what you hear for free, you know what? Maybe you might want to shout a couple of bucks and get a subscription to Sirius XM, and you can hear us Monday through Saturday, nine a.m. to noon Eastern Time. Uh, for Busted Open, our live show. But let's dive into our master's class today. And this one, I think, is definitely going to be a very debatable discussion here on the master's class. And that is about the finisher. And the finish. Like, what is Start going on? with the on? finish. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's something we used to see on TV all the time. But we don't see it much anymore. And honestly, if you look at protected finishers, I think the only one right now maybe. Kenny Omega with that one winged angel only uh, Abushi has kicked out nobody else so bully what's happened to the finisher what's a finish exactly 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 I don't even know what it is anymore I know it's not the same thing that I grew up on um watching professional wrestling I know it's not the same thing that um that the three of us me Mark and Tommy um went out of our way to protect during our careers, whether it was Mark with the world's strongest slam, Tommy with a DDT, myself and Devon with the Dudley death drop. I mean, when we hit our finish, you knew that the match was over. Every once in a while, maybe if the planets aligned and the stars were in the right spot, did you have somebody kick out of your finish? Um, but it was very, very rare. And I know for myself and Devon, only one person has ever kicked out of our finish in 20 years. I believe that finishes should be protected at all costs. 
I think that at the right time, you can experiment. Hey, look at Rock versus Austin at WrestleMania 17 in the Astrodome. They were kicking out of Rock Bottoms. They were kicking out of Stunners. But when you are in the main event of what is um, considered by many to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time, that's when kicking out of finishers is acceptable. Too, too many times in wrestling these days, we see finishing moves prostituted, just thrown out for the sake of throwing them out. Hey, Shawn Michaels had the most impressive super kick and the, and, and the most um, uh, devastating super kick and, and a super kick that won him many, many matches. Why is Shawn Michaels super kick so devastating and so effective but other guys, super kicks, they need to throw 27 times before they can get a pin. It's because Shawn Michaels protected his finish. I'm a big believer. I'm very much old school in your finishing move should be protected at all times. It only strengthens your character um, and, it, and, and it's better for the entire business. You know, I was thinking of some of the superstars today. Let's, let's bring up Brock Lesnar. We know how devastating that F5 is. It seems like in any pay-per-view match that Brock is in, it's usually the third F5 where you're like, okay, that's probably the end of the match. So even something as devastating as the F5, we just saw it recently with Bobby Lashley where he needed to get helped out of the ring and back to the locker room where in matches, sometimes Brock has to hit that F5 three times before finally getting a pin. And Mark, like Bully brought up that world's strongest slam, like, when we saw the World's Strongest Slam, we knew that that match was over. You can go back to Jake Roberts with the DDT. That match was over. What's happened to the finish? People have found a way to do what we call a cheap pop, a, a reaction that is brought on by shock value. Uh, we listen to Howard Stern. We like the shock radio. We, 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 we watch movies that have these unbelievable endings like the end game where, you know, all of the, all of the superheroes were dead or half the superheroes were dead and then they get brought back big pop. Well, that that's what's happened in wrestling. I remember when the super kick the gentleman's Chris Adams yeah. was the guy that I first saw do the super kick and I mean, I was like, holy cow. I thought he kicked the dude's teeth in. And then Shawn Michaels adopted it and made it his and made it famous. And now, like Bully said, it's, there's like 15 to 20 super kicks in a mat, in a show. And the same thing with DDT. If the DDT got pulled out, oh, it was over. It was over. Anybody that did the DDT. It was Jake Roberts, especially was the guy. But if you did, if you got DDT, it was done. Everybody knew that in the schoolyard. When we played wrestling after school, you got DDT. I don't give a shit. It's over. The sleeper. If you got put in the sleeper, you had to get slapped on the back of the neck and massaged to wake up. The bear hug. If you got bear hug and you you was you was done. So I don't understand other than the fact that people do it for shock. 
Well, and you know, and you mentioned like the DDT by Jake Roberts. When Jake Roberts was doing the DDT, nobody else did the DDT. It was like that was Jake Roberts' move. You didn't see anybody else do the DDT. And I remember Tommy you talked about you kicking out of the Superfly Leap, like Jimmy Snuka. And I was like, when you told me, I was like, holy shit! Like you know, you never see any. I don't remember anybody. There were times where he missed it, like he missed it against Bob Backlund, where he missed the Superfly Leap. But I never saw anybody kick out of once once he hit that super five leap jimmy snooker you were done one Good. two three over hard that, punch hard that punch was, was done for shock value and that was done for me by paul and most importantly jimmy snooker and paul was like thinking about this idea of somebody the, like who and jimmy was just like sure brother like and it was between three and five hundred dollars is why he did it and also Jimmy liked me. Um, <clears throat> and then I went back and Kevin Von Erich kicked out of it, but it wasn't known as the Superfly Splash. So that was my, um, I guess, my asterisk to it. I also kicked out of a Cowboy Bob Orton Superplex, by the way. It was kind of my thing for a little What? Bit. Yeah, man. Um, I was disrespecting all the legends. <laughs> if you was the original legend killer. <laughs> Yeah. If you think about like this and what we're talking about, like for me, and, and I'll tell you, like, especially when I was in WWE, I would have people kick out of my DDT because I needed those reactions for the office to see something in me. But I also had the Death Valley driver. So I had two finishes. Then once WWE took away my Death Valley driver and gave it to John Cena, like I was like, all right, DDT. But I also didn't win a lot. So but when I did win, it was either one or the other. Um, and But then I'm also like, you know, we're going back and talking history. Ric Flair's figure four uh, was his finish. How many guys reversed it during the match? And it's his finish, but people reversed it. Then I'm trying to think of like over-established uh, finishers, like Magnum TA's belly to belly. So simple. So, and when he hit it, you knew you were winning unless like the legs hit the referee and nobody was kicking out of that. And then it was like, you know, Mark brought up Chris Adams, super kick. It's also what we remember stuff as, but sometimes through history, like our memories aren't the best because I've, I've joked about it. I've watched Chris busted. Adams. Oh yeah. That was Warren Anderson, bro. Uh, but going back to Chris Adams, I watched him hit six super kicks in his match and then win with the super kick hmm. and Japanese they were, psychology. They were all, I don't listen. It's when the undertaker hits people with the tombstone and then, you know, Kane on that documentary when he kicked out, but then it took, you know, three, there's all different levels. And like bully touched on it, like WrestleMania, a lot of WrestleMania matches or a lot of times guys hitting their finishes and having people kick out and it's the guy it's the moment. Um, I don't think anything is sacred anymore. And should it be? Yes. But if you have Randy Orton doing the RKO, which for a long time, and listen, this is for a long time in WWE, Bully and Mark knows this. Even when Sean retired, you weren't doing super kicks because it was Sean's. Um, nobody was doing RKOs when Randy was doing it. And then he kind of gave it to Riddle 
But that was thankfully a move that was protected. Nobody was doing tombstones for the longest time. But then like, you know, let's say the choke slam, and then it becomes whose choke slam is bigger than or better than the other ones. I don't remember people kicking out a Mark's finish. And then we've joked about it. Like Otis does it. And the guys kick out all the time for me. I would go, but when I hit a DDT, I usually win with it. And I can still hit it today at 51 years old and people still pop for it. And if I beat people with it, I still have credibility. And if I, the person kicks out, the person kicking out still has credibility. And they're like, Oh, so it's, this is a deep, deep dive. Me personally, like Sergeant Slaughter's Cobra Clutch should be, you know, like the way it was. Bobby Lashley's uh, Full Nelson, that has gotten over. And holds like that need to be protected slash taken care of that way. But I like what you just said, Tommy, and then you piggyback bully with psychology, like where in a match, you know what, Chris Adams would hit that super kick hit it again, you know, Kevin Von Erich would still kick it, but he would he would find a way to end that match with the super kick. Commentators jump in. I remember Gorilla Monsoon, and the rare occasion where somebody would kick out during the finish, Gorilla Monsoon would, like, would say he didn't get all of it, or it's too early in the match. Like, you know, they, they even the commentators would protect that finish. And again, They're the good. psychology that was used in the match as well. They they would, and sometimes it calls for it. But this is, uh, it, it should be the exception, not the rule. So I pose the question to Tommy and to Mark: Whose fault is it? Over the past, let's just call it, I don't know, ten years. Let's just say, with the influx of younger wrestlers, blatantly prostituting moves that uh, were considered uh, strong finishers of the past. Whose fault is it? The talent, the younger talent, or the veterans who are allowing it to happen? In my opinion, it's the promoter because the promoter trumps everybody. The promoter doesn't always know what's going on in the match. But you know what? I've seen signs, no super kicks. I've seen signs, no press slams. I've seen signs, no DDTs. Because in the main event, they were going to use that in the finish. Or okay, so t- oh, I got, the finish. I, I, for clarification, Mark, you've seen these signs in the WWE or AEW? In the WWE. But Mark, if there's a sign at the gorilla position that says no DDTs and somebody goes out there and does a DDT, you know that they're getting their ass chewed or fined yep. or fired. They're going to get fined. They might get fired. Because that's a blatant violation. That's I don't give a fuck what you say. That's what that is. And there's no, there's no, oh, well, I didn't mean to do that. It just happened. Because we know what Gorilla is. We know we have an agent. We know how to communicate. And, and, and without even getting into that, like, you know what you're doing. I've never, ever kicked out of somebody's finish without somebody saying, hey, uh, we're going to, in the falls, this is going to be a false tonight. And the one time that I ever kicked out of a finish, I rolled out the floor, rolled out of the ring to the floor. It knocked me out of my damn, it knocked me out of the damn ring. 
that's the only once in, in my life. I don't know about you, Tommy, Bully. Did y'all ever kick out of somebody's finish? I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I was told to do it. Right. Well, oh, yeah, I kick out of everybody's shit. I'll kick <laughs> Well, I, I think to this point, guys, where I think we're at the point in pro wrestling where there are no more finishers. Like now they're called like signature moves. Like I don't I don't think that you can call it a quote unquote finish because it's never a finish. I mean, it, it's rarely a finish at this point, because with the with the exception of a select few wrestlers, I don't know if you can tag like this is their finishing move because you know, back in the day, you know, 30, 35, 40 years ago, you had the squash matches. You had the enhancement matches where that's where you knew where they're finishing. You know, Jake Roberts would go up against enhancement talent week in and week out. So you knew, hey, this is how he finishes a match. It's the DDT. You don't have those types of matches anymore. Every every match now is a competitive match on TV. So you can't use that as your finisher. Well, just a few other things that Mark touched upon too. I've seen it on indie shows where indie promotions say, Hey, know this, know that, or because that promoter is in a smaller bubble and he knows everything that's going on in the sense of, or, Hey, Tommy dreamers here, no death Valley drivers because Tommy dreamer is going to death Valley driver somebody through a table Um, in other, I knew how it was when I was in House of Hardcore. I would tell people, I've told people, nobody on the mic because I'm specifically waiting for one person to get on the mic. So when you have that control, but it gets, as Mark said, with agents and all that stuff, we have wrestlers that, you know, come up to me and ask me when I'm on indie shows or, you know, hey, do you mind if I do this? I'll be like, sure, I don't care. And I give them the, the line that I just said, I'm going to beat somebody with it. So mine will be more over than yours. And what I'm not doing it because I'm mad because, hey, they'll, they won't remember yours, but they'll remember mine. And then, you know, there, there's other things. I'm when this is a reason why you have producers and you have everybody communicating. We were talking somewhat on a show and there was a, like a nut shot and it was really going to, you know, be the, the turn of a baby face turning heel with a nut shot. And it was like, they're having this great scientific match and boom. And then two matches earlier, there was a nut shot that aired on the same show was on television. And it was like, how is this not communicated? Cause one was thrown away, but then the fact that they were on the same show, like was just, that's we see that all the time. Of, we see that all the know, time on weekly television. Yeah. Then there needs to be more type of communication. But, yeah. I, I, but right now, weekly TV, bully, we talked about it sometimes after Raw. Hell, sometimes after an AEW, like, wow, there was three matches on this show that had the same type of finish. Or four. There were times of four matches that had the same type of finish. But you, but Tommy, you just said something that is so true. Like you said, you know what? They won't remember yours, but they'll remember mine. Meaning the three men that I'm talking to right now, Bully Ray, Mark Henry, and Tommy Dreamer, legit finishes that every pro wrestling fan knows. Like when you look at like, whether it's the indie scene or whether it's even on, you know, major companies right now on national TV, how many fans know what wrestlers, what their finish is? You know, obviously 
Brock Lesnar, but he comes from a different era. Randy right. Orton, he comes from a different era. When you look at recently, like the new crop of wrestlers that are out there, I, I, re- I truly believe as a fan, and somebody who's been hosting this show for 13 years, I think it's a lost art. I don't think, it, I don't think you can legit say that every wrestler has a finisher anymore because I don't think it's actually a finish. I think it's a signature move because how many times does that move actually finish a match? Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of your matches ended with that finish. How many wrestlers right now can say that their move actually finishes a match? It doesn't. Hmm. That's a good point. Uh, you know there, what, go ahead, Mark. There, there are guys that uh, I watch their matches and I see them try their best to lead their matches to one finish. And um, Braun Breaker, like he, he's he's building toward. I'm doing this every night, mm-hmm. and I love that, and I hope that he continues to do that. And don't let nobody kick out of it. We maybe we need to, Bron. If you're listening to this damn show, don't let people kick out of that. You're building it nice. Maybe we because should it's just special. Protect yeah, it's it. special. Yeah, Dave. Let me ask you this, real, real quick. How many matches did Ric Flair win with his figure four? Not a lot. No, I don't know of any. I'm really trying to think. <laughs> If no, but he would, but, but, but back to the point where Bully was talking about major events on, on TV every week, you would see yeah, Ric Flair win with the figure four leg lock. When so he, he would go up against talents. Mike Jackson, George South, you know, and he would go, he put that figure four leg lock on and he would win. But then when there was a big event and back in those days, those big events were rare. That's where he mm-hmm. might end with a, a, a roll up or off a leap off the second rope or something like that, but, or not at all, or there was a non-finish, but every week on TV, you would see him win with the figure four Lego. You see more matches now on TV that, that end with a small package than you do with an actual finisher. You see, this is one of these master's classes where I wish we were able to bring a guest on and a guest meaning a younger talent, somebody in their late twenties, early thirties, who has a completely different um, Mm. perspective on this because, you know, me, Mark and Tommy are pretty much going to think the exact same way. So, you know, maybe once this goes out on the old Twitter machine on social media, some of the younger wrestlers will chime in and they'll give us their opinion on protecting finishes. Let, or maybe really this like too, because you talk about a different generation, but I'm going to ask you guys this because you were part of it. The rocks finish. Was it the people's elbow or the rock bottom? Exactly. Roman Reigns finish. Is it the hua punch Superman punch or is it the spear Kevin Owens? Is it the pop-up power bomb or is it the stunner? These are all like, Hmm. But that's what I mean. Like that's why yeah. I, I think I don't. But think it's grown any- through a different generation because we're all naming guys from the '80s. Where like I said, Sergeant Slaughter. Mark's like, like freaking out. I say Magnum TA. You're like, yeah. When he hit it, it was over in seconds. Well, that's what I mean. Now it you don't have that. 
uh, right now. And, it, you know, and if it is the Superman punch or if it is the spear, how many times have we seen somebody on TV or on a pay-per-view kick out. Kick, out of, kick out of the spear or the Superman punch? It's a great debate. Please go to at Busted Open Radio. Let us know your thoughts. Maybe there are wrestlers right now that do protect their finishes and we just haven't been able to think of it. Uh, if if you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating. We want to hear from you, the Busted Open Nation. If you like what you hear, why don't you subscribe to SiriusXM and listen to us Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. So for Bully Ray, for Mark Henry, for Tommy Dreamer, I'm Dave LeGrec, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Busted Open's podcast, The Master's Class. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.